There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Everything Under the Sun, our special coronavirus series. I'm AccuWeather Meteorologist Dean DeVore, and I welcome you in to another special coronavirus episode as we continue to discuss the spread of the novel coronavirus and its ultimate impact on the United States, its economy, and our citizens' health, and how all of that may depend on the weather. This week, we are focusing on caring of your mental health during the coronavirus pandemic, and we're going to welcome in noted psychologist Dr. Eric Fisher. But before we bring Dr. Fisher into the conversation, Remember that you can stay up to date with all the latest information with AccuWeather's full coverage of the pandemic at AccuWeather.com slash coronavirus. And you can subscribe to this podcast or any of our amazing podcasts from AccuWeather.com on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Well, friends, with the fear surrounding each cough, sneeze, or bout of nausea that we or our loved ones experienced during this COVID-19 outbreak. It's left much of the world focused on the physical worries that accompany this new disease. However, many experts are fearing that too many of us are neglecting the importance of mental health during this troubling and expanding crisis. Joining us on the phone right now to talk about the importance of mental health during this pandemic is licensed psychologist, author, media consultant, Dr. Eric Fisher, You may know Dr. E from his multiple appearances on CNN, NBC, and Fox, and he has authored two books, The Art of Managing Everyday Conflict, Understanding Emotions and Power Struggles, and The Art of Empowered Parenting, the manual you wish your kids came with. Dr. E, it's great to have you with us here today as I think, uh, obviously, I'm already feeling it into week three myself of distancing and working from home, that mental health is going to be an extremely big component of how we all deal with this. Well, it has been. And actually, you know, if, if you look back to the SARS epidemic uh, years ago, there was some data that showed almost 25 plus uh, percent of people who experienced that quarantine had some symptoms or signs of post-traumatic stress disorder that uh, endured after that. So I think we really have to make sure we're taking care of ourselves emotionally, taking care of our families and finding our sense of community through this. And a lot of that really is weather dependent. I know we talked a little bit the other day when we were setting up the interview, when we did the first episode of this, we talked a little bit about how weather could help fight the virus and the pandemic. Now, I think we're all know what the fight is about. Mm -hmm. Now we're all into the mode of having to deal with all of the implications, complications, and just general uh, upheaval of our life with the coronavirus. And weather is something that I think psychologically can help us 
stay in the mundane once in a while. We certainly are going to have to pay attention to it to try to get outside, maximize any outside time and those kinds of things. So talk a little bit about that. Well, you know, the the co-occurrence of this happening in springtime, I think it raises a confounding variable in that for those of us who've been trapped in the northern hemisphere and have been enduring the winter and the, the ice, the snow, we often look forward to the spring and we often feel entitled that I've spent enough time stuck inside. It's time for me to get out there, time for me to play sports, enjoy the sun, do my hiking, play my golf or basketball, all the activities we do outside. The problem is that often those involve not much separation from people. So we're not living really within those areas that have been prescribed for us to keep our social distance. And that's become a big problem with the spread of this. And and yeah, that frustration, and especially in a society now, Dr. E, where we're almost into that instant gratification thing, where our lives are pretty easy And so that when we really want to do something, we just do it now, right? Most of us are just feel like we can get up and go and do what we want. And so then the restrictions that are being put on us, you know, psychologically tough in its own right. But then when the Mm -hmm. weather's getting nicer, we've dealt with winter for the last few months. It makes that struggle to keep socially distanced even more in your head, right? Right. And I think, you know, so there's a couple factors going on here I see is one is entitlement. And everybody has entitlement about something usually. And the problem is to what degree is it interfering in our life or the lives of others? And I say entitlement comes from two sides. Is one is people have always had everything they wanted. Therefore, they believe they're entitled to it. They don't know what to do and they don't have it. And the other is that people who feel like they've never gotten what they wanted or it's been a while since they got what they felt they wanted. So it's like, it's about time I got my due. And that's one of the factors I see, like I said, with this being springtime, people have felt cooped up inside. They felt trapped and now they want to get out there. It's about time I got my part of that. The other piece to this is the idea of I really a denial that this can't happen to me. Hmm. I see people around me are healthy. They're not in the hospitals they're not seeing the people on ventilators. They're not, they can see it on the news and you can see it on TV, but when it hits you in your backyard or in your home, or maybe you've seen people who have had it, but they weren't gravely ill, they might've just had the cough and therefore they don't think it's a big deal. Those are two of the major factors I see. This is uh, AccuWeather's Everything Under the Sun Coronavirus Series podcast. I'm Dean DeVore from AccuWeather. I'm with Dr. Eric Fisher. You can find him on Twitter, at DCTRE, like shorthand for Dr. E, DCTRE on Twitter. And, you know, I think part of that, Dr. E, is this idea that, you know, everything is so sensationalized now on the internet, especially our younger generation lives so much in that kind of AI or even augmented reality situation where everything is nice at the drop of the hat. And when we're all confronted with really some difficult decisions, uh, sometimes it seems like a game. It seems like a movie. It seems like it's easy just to restart, the hit the restart button and start over. But that's right. not the way life is right now. And that seems to be harder for some people to deal with than others. Well, and some of the difficulty too is we've had some disinformation, some misinformation out there in what's shared. And a lot of people are still learning about this disease. And just in terms of even in the last day, they've talked about everybody should really consider wearing masks because those who are asymptomatic might still be carriers, and therefore you don't know if you have it. So now all this evolution of information is important, but also we have issues of trust. And who do we trust? Do we trust the media? Do we trust our government? Do we trust our medical professionals? 
Who do we trust in really knowing what we should do, what we need to be aware of? So often, again, you're going to find people wanting to make their own decisions based on either what they want to know or what they feel afraid of, what they think they should know, or what they, like I said, feel entitled to do and how they deem their own actions and behaviors. Now, one of the problems is that there are a lot of us that are cooped up with people that we're not used to being <laughs> cooped up with, Dr. E. <laughs> right, right. I talked a little bit about this the other day, and there's a factor, I call it, uh, and it rhymes with itchy, uh, itchiness factor <laughs> in terms of at a some point that we all are just so tired of dealing with the situation at hand and especially with being kind of pushed together to pe- with people that we're not used to being around all this time. Do you have some quick ideas and some thoughts and maybe in a future episode we can dive in a little more because it looks like right. we're in at least another three, four weeks of this, but just a few quick things of how to mitigate some of those times when you, know, you just don't want to be around those family members anymore. Well, I think it's advisable to know that we all need some space. Sometimes people feel guilt when they feel stuck with somebody and they feel some of this irritation. I'm like, I shouldn't feel this. I love this person or I don't want to cause them pain or discomfort. I think what we want to look at is the idea of it's okay to feel irritation. You know, because irritation, it's kind of like that itch that we get that we scratch that maybe tells us to give a little break to scratching it or it's going to get sore. So give a little space from the people around you and give them the time and space to get a little distance and then have times you come back together. There are also ways to try to get outside for a little bit and still keep your social distance and then, you know, getting back if they're, if you're asked to be stay at home to stay at home. The other thing is that sunshine and daylight is critical for our mental health, Absolutely. our emotional health, because when sunlight hits our skin, our body turns that into vitamin D, which A, helps our immune system, as well as B, it helps with, uh, with improving mood, decreasing signs of depression, and even potentially mitigating some anxiety. So that outdoor sunlight, even if the clouds are up, even if it might be raining, it's still a good idea to try to get your daily dose of sunshine. And there are socially distant activities. I'm a disc golfer. So, uh, mm-hmm. and that's become a new situation where, and it's becoming very popular. And I'll tell you, in the last couple of weeks now, I'm seeing much more, many more people on the disc golf course because you can, you can certainly stay far apart and, and still be out with some folks and obviously walking and, and running and those kinds of things. Did you have any other suggestions for some things to get outside and try to do some things uh, just and keep socially distant? You know, again, if you're in stay in place with your kids and you've got, you know, make sure you're trying to get your pets out there and get your kids out there, even maybe do some family outdoor movement time, find some games to play together outside, you know, throw the baseball, maybe even hit some wiffle balls or things like that. Mm -hmm. But be able to get out there and move because exercise is critical. Movement's critical. I think what it's really important to understand in my area, they're actually finding people who are out and about, who aren't part of integral work. So if someone was to go out and do some activities, you always want to check with your local requirements and what your your cities, towns, counties, and states have mandated uh, because they're so concerned about the spread. You're listening to AccuWeather's Everything Under the Sun, our special coronavirus series. I'm Dean DeVore. We're speaking with Dr. E, noted author, media consultant, the licensed psychologist. Uh, you've seen him on CNN, NBC, and Fox. He has Twitter. He has a, you have a Facebook page too, right, Dr. E, where you do some stuff? Eric Fisher, PhD. Often I'll put my uh, media appearances on there so people, if they want to catch up with those. 
you know, as we uh, go through here, Dr. E, I, I just talked about this with my partner the other day. We certainly are focusing on all the issues, all the problems in life right now. But out of this comes opportunity mm-hmm. in everything. There's opportunity. There's opportunity to actually strengthen bonds, whether it's the bond internally in your family or mm-hmm. the bond in your community where you can't actually go up to somebody and talk, but you can yell across the, the road and say, hey, you doing Okay. There's a way, I mean, I'm seeing more people waving to each other in the park, socially distant. So there are opportunities here to build on problems. And it's a teachable moment to some of the younger folks in our society who don't know those lessons as well. Absolutely. And you bring up a wonderful point. If you look on you know, on, on the news and on, on social media, there have been so many videos shown of people who are now singing out their balconies together and they wave at their and they clap for their healthcare professionals and they're waving across the street each other, you know, as you said. So one of the things I say, I, I do a lot of community building work in Haiti and I've done some in the United States, but I always teach that if you don't have trust you don't have a community. And it's these are times that we can really build trust within our families and within the people around us and within our community. And that's why it's so important for those people who are in positions of leadership to be trustworthy because they pass that on the way down. And as for the lessons, you know, I, there's, I'm, I'm, uh, I do a lot of reading and, and read a lot of, of Buddhism. And there's a Zen cone that says, grandfather dies, son dies, this is good fortune. And people often look at that and they see tragedy in it. But what it points to is the process of change and the idea of change in our life that nothing will ever stay as it is. So if we fight change, then life becomes a battle. If we accept change and roll with it and grow with it, then life becomes a mystery and a journey. And that's the way I think we need to see this is what are the opportunities we're getting as parents, as you said, to bond with our kids, to get to know our kids better, to get to, get to know our spouse better, and to get to know even our barriers. And that's why I wanted to do this series um, with y'all at AccuWeather so we can help people find the purpose of the emotions that they're feeling, what they're trying to tell us, how we've just gone sometimes blindly from day to day to day throughout our lives, that we can really find the message and meanings in everything we do in life and even in sunny or cloudy days that are around us. That's something we'll look for in the future. I think we're going to work that with our greataccuweather.com network. I was trying to think about what you just said. So the grandfather dies, the son dies, mm-hmm. and what's the rest of that? This is good fortune. So. The message of that is your role could change in life in an instant, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. So the older children in a family might have to step in in a more parental role to kind of watch the younger children for a little bit, or the children may take a day to make dinner for mom and dad or or the, the older folks, you know, instead of just, right, are those the kinds of things you're talking about? Yeah. And in that way, I think it's it's what we do with this to help us all feel empowered. You know, if we go back to the idea of post-traumatic stress, a lot of anxiety people are feeling, the depression people are feeling, I say the core emotion of anxiety is helplessness. The core emotion of depression is hopelessness. The way we mitigate those issues also is through a sense of empowerment. So if we're empowering our kids to start to prepare meals or to help keep things clean or to give them some different responsibilities and we help them to become a part of the solution, then often they're going to take that and hopefully learn those lessons of what they can do to move forward in their life. 
because a lot of times parents want to keep structure in place. And yes, structure is good. Well, we also seek to evolve. We also seek to move forward in ways we can so that we can see our, our place and our world around us defined and redefined in a better and more healthier way. Well, I think that's a really good place to uh, kind of uh, come to an end today. I, I definitely would love to uh, spend more time with you going forward because I think there's all kinds of issues going forward, how we mitigate uh, conflict going forward, how we deal with, as you said, we're bombarded with, and you could say misinformation, but at the, the time it may be the right information based on the research, but that's going to change. How often should we be checking in? Do we need to take a break from the news? All those kinds of things I think are going to mount up here over the next few weeks. And certainly we'll have uh, some opportunity to talk about anything else that you wanted to bring up, Dr. E, today. You know, again, I think it's important for everybody to know this is a process to work through to be patient and make sure that you are well-informed. Be aware, you're right, be aware of how much of the news you're watching and if your kids are watching, because often kids can't filter everything like we do, but also if they see us preoccupied with what's going on in the news and hearing the counts and the death counts, that's going to color our perception of the world and color the perception of our kids. So we want to make sure our kids are, are left out of that loop while they may have an understanding of what's going on. They don't have to be as knee deep in it maybe as you do. Make sure you're finding that quality time with your kids and family. Dr. Eric Fisher, thank you so much. Licensed psychologist, author, media consultant. You can catch him on CNN, NBC, and Fox. He's got two books the Art of Managing Everyday Conflict, Understanding Emotions and Power Struggles. That sounds like a manual for the next few weeks. And The Art of Empowering Parenting, the manual you wish your kids came with. Find him on Twitter at, at DCTRE, a little shorthand for Dr. E, DCTRE, Dr. E, Dr. Eric Fisher, thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks for having me. I know, Dr. E, we're going to be looking forward to talking to you more. I think uh, we can flesh out many of those things that we kind of touched on today as we go forward here in the pandemic. Again, friends, you can keep up with the latest information with AccuWeather's full coverage of the pandemic, including that snapshot of global cases at AccuWeather.com slash coronavirus. Until next time, I'm AccuWeather meteorologist Dean DeVore. Thank you for listening. Stay safe and healthy. And keep up to date on the weather with AccuWeather and AccuWeather.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.